Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Awkward Pals podcast. Uh, with your hosts, Crystal and Colton. I am Colton. And I'm Crystal. Uh, what's up? How's it going? What's up? What's it's up? going. It's, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Very slowly. Very slowly. Uh, well, this week uh, we have two new Marvel things to talk about, and that's always fun. You know, that gets us gets us going. I say we start with What If, since it came out first. Uh, cool. If you're cool with that? Cool, cool. Yeah. Works for me. Um, this was a really good episode. This is my favorite one by far. Oh, really? I, 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 <laughs> yes. I still say T'Challa Star-Lord. Um, but it's, it's a close second. I don't know. It's just, it's hard to beat the, the, you know, emotions of hearing Chadwick That's again. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but this was really, this was really sad. Oh my God. It was tragic. I teared up a couple times watching it. Um, I'm. I remember being like 15 minutes in, he had been looping. I, th- I think that was around that time. He started looping a few times, and I was like, Jesus, this is like really dark, yeah. too. Because he's just constantly reliving that emotion of losing her. Uh-huh. And and he dedicates like centuries, like they straight up say centuries, of just absorbing creatures to gain more power. He does that for mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. just to try to get her back and it finally works and then it then the universe is destroyed um which like holy shit dark ending yeah um, very dark however i'm not gonna lie i was rooting for that because we haven't really seen that yet with marvel no we haven't well where it was like definitive like the bad guy ends up winning at the end yeah well th- well that's the thing too there was no villain really yeah like strange supreme i wouldn't call him the the villain and maybe that's just because he's the protagonist of this episode but Mm -hmm. like all he wanted to do was you know bring christine back which which i find interesting that it's like oh this is an absolute point this cannot be changed when it's not what happened on you know in the main universe so Mm -hmm. you know how does that work is that you know oh well you know, new universes aren't only bound by being new timelines, you know, with some changes. They're, they can also have completely new properties, such as, you know, their absolute points. Yeah. You know? So so that's, that's very interesting. Um, and I wonder if we'll explore, you know, the idea of absolute points, you know, in the future. Um, whether through what if, or maybe even on the sacred timeline, you know, and someone trying to change them, mm-hmm. you know, man, maybe, maybe that could, you know, have something to do with, with what Kang is up to. I don't know. There's a lot to, you know, that's, that's what's so interesting about what if I think is cause the show exists in its own space, but it's still, yeah. it still informs us on, you know, the main universe, right? Yep. Um, so I find that very interesting. And what I also found very interesting was the Watcher in this episode. Yeah, getting, what about that never really interfering? Yeah, getting, I mean, he didn't he didn't interfere, but he did. I don't know. He did he did do I some chit-chat. Like, yeah, I feel like chit-chatting's a little bit of interfering. I mean, at that point the universe was already ending. He was just like, "Nope, you're boned. Sorry, fuck you." <laughs> Can't do Which anything. Which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we we know 
you know, maybe maybe that universe is still gone, but but Strange Supreme's still going to get out of it. Because, I mean, oh, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's in the trailer. We see him talking to, to Captain Carter. We know, like... We know the, 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 the crossover's happening, you know, at the end. <laughs> um, it's starting. It's starting. They're, they're pulling it all together. And I, and I think it's going to be, you know, the Watcher is the one who, who pulls together the, the Guardians of the Multiverse. But um, what I do find kind of funny is that in the last episode, we were like, we were like, do, you know, at the end of each of these, we should, we should talk about, you know, do we want to see more of this, of this universe? Um, we can't. On this one, <laughs> that's not that's not yeah. an option here. Nope. That shit is gone. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, but I think this was so far. This is the only episode to have all of the original cast from the movies back for the voices. Okay. Because I was like, that dude's very good. If that's not Benedict coming. No, back. it is him. I think it was. It it wasn't reported until very late that he would be on the series. So it was. It was believed okay. that he wouldn't. And I think we even, like, we even said he wasn't on one of our episodes. But now he, like, a week before it came out, like, there there was a more release of like more actors who had signed on for it, mm-hmm. and he he had, um. So yeah, and 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 it, it kind of made me wonder, you know, is this just the information didn't get out there, or did he sign on very last minute? Someone else recorded, and they just had him dub over <laughs> that, you know. True. It's possible. I don't. I don't know. I I will say this. I'm I'm not a fan of Benedict Cumberbatch as a person. I'm not going to get into like all of it right now. He's not a great guy. He, he the man can voice act, like he has yeah. like. Like, that's the thing, you know, when you bring in a lot of these, these live action, you know, these actors who are used to live action, they don't fully know how to make the leap to animation. Um, they, you know, there's, you have to do different things with your voice, right? Um, yeah. Because you're, because you're not there acting with your body. Now, now, a lot of voice actors will act with their body behind the microphone, but you don't see that, right? It just helps them. Mm-hmm. Get em- into it. Emote better, right. Um, and so, you know, in like the first episode with Sebastian Stan, he's not a voice actor and it, it really, it shows, right? Yeah. <laughs> Great actor. Love the character. He's not a voice actor. Mm-mm. Ben Cumberbatch can voice act. And, and I think, you know, a big part of that is, um, you know, he's, he's had the experience already with it, uh, between, you know, Smaug, um, from the Hobbit movies, which I, I've, I've never seen, not really my genre, but... Um, you know, and then other things like the Grinch, he did. Remember that? Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about looked, it. That movie looked ass, but it is <laughs> it is animation. Yeah, so he he has the he has the the experience there. Um. But yeah, I I I like this one a lot. Um. I, I liked how they just, like, at the beginning, they were just like, oh, okay, well, this this thing changed, and then the movie happens. We don't need to show you the movie, right? Mm-hmm. There's like, eh, and the, the movie mostly plays out the same way. And then after, here's what, you know, so. That was good. We didn't need to see, you know, him fighting Dormammu and Kaecilius and all that had, had nothing to do with this story. So just, no. just move past it, right? But it was nice that they put that little thing in yeah, there. Yeah, to, to really show you how it's going. Because they do, they're like, oh, it's, it's been two years now, which would place that in 
2018, uh, presumably before the events of Infinity War would happen. Again, this is my, like, timeline nut poking out here. Um, but he plays that in 2018, um, but then he goes back to 2016, uh, you know, for the loop. And then he goes back even further, and... Because he's, he's there for centuries, and so I presume that he's traveled back centuries, right? Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know if he catches up with present day by the end of his studies, or if, or if he comes back into the future, or into the present, or whatever. Um, but, yeah. And that's when he encounters uh, the other Doctor Strange, which, speaking of, you know, going back to um, talking about how the show can inform things, that's a big thing. Oh, that the, the, the Ancient One split him into two timelines that both coexisted, mm-hmm. which is a very dangerous thing to do, right? Yep. So, what you know, is that, like, is that a spell that's centralized purely to strange himself or does it work like she's taken another universe and merged it in with this one right mm-hmm. which there's precedent for that in the comics that's kind of what the newer secret wars all was the 2015 secret wars was the mm-hmm. whole idea of these universes are merging together and and you've got you've got they've got to stop that and um that, you know, by the end of it, um, the Ultimate Universe has merged with the main 616 universe because they wanted to end the Ultimate Comics, but there were things in them that they still wanted to have around, like Miles Morales and such. They were like, well, we, we like let the universes merge together. We bring all his stuff in and, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm leaning more towards Strange is just split into two. but That's what I heard, yeah. Just by, based on the way she described it. But I do think, you know, universes merging is something we could see in the future. Because if you look back at Loki, you see all the timelines branching in, like, their examples. Some of them are, like, coming into each other, right? If you notice that, they do, they do. I did not. Like, some, they don't all just completely branch out. We don't really see it when, like, the actual, like, multiverse breaks open. But, like, on, like, the TVAs, like, when, um... In the first episode, when uh, Miss Minutes is describing, like, the multiversal war, we see them all, like, converging into each other. Hmm. So, that, you know, that could be something, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure, you know, something we'll see, you know, by the end of Phase 6, right? I, you know? So, you know, and that's, like, ten years away from now, which is just wild to think about, but... Yeah, it's baffling. <laughs> We're going to go through a whole right. other side of this or, stuff. Or maybe it's not. You know, stuff is coming out so much faster that maybe the maybe the phases become shorter because, you know, it's like, oh, well, what would have taken, you know, five years before now only takes us two. Yeah. Because of everything we're putting out. Um, so maybe we get through this a bit quicker. And it, it ends up being more content to tell that story. It's just being put out more frequently, so it takes less time. Um, which is which is something I think we'll see because when they initially announced Phase Four, they were only talking about movies up through twenty twenty two, right? 
Yeah. That's that was three years worth of movies. And you know, now they've had to shuffle things around and they've added a few more in to the phase, but um it is it is certainly something to think about. Um and and I, I think phase four is gonna end with Fantastic Four. I think because Kevin Feige already said there's no uh, Avengers movie this phase. Um, so I think Fantastic Four is going to be their big, like, tentpole end of the phase thing. Um, although, you know, there could be, like, another, like, smaller solo movie after that that's, like, the epilogue. You know how, like, phase two was, oh, Age of Ultron. Oh, but then Ant-Man, and Ant-Man's part of phase two. And then phase yeah. three was Endgame, and then and Far From Home is part of phase three as well. It's you know it's the epilogue to the Infinity Saga, which I think Far From Home works really well as that because it's it's introducing us as an audience to the ramifications of you know the snap and adjusting to that, which you know then they go into further with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and uh, not so much Shang Chi. Shang Chi actually didn't really talk about it too much, did they? I mean they mentioned it a couple times, but. Yeah, it wasn't brought up in too much detail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's 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 move to Shang Chi. Big week for Wong, huh? Yeah. Big week for him being in What If and and Shang Chi. I doubt that was on purpose, but you know, good for him. Good for him. Man's rolling in the stacks now. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Let's 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 move to Shang Chi. Unless you had anything else to say about What If. Uh, I thought the uh, the only thing I can really think of was the uh i guess like the tone of the episode was very dark and moody Mm -hmm. i thought that was kind of dope thought that was a little different yeah uh certainly unexpected yeah that's that's it Uh, i love the episode that was the best all right um so yeah shung chi um holy shit this movie was so fucking good Yes. Um, yes, I fucking loved it. I I would need to see it again to be sure, but I think it pushes Guardians One out of my MCU top five. I think it it, it pushes it in there. It comes pretty close to to Black Panther. So so my MCU I, top five is um, first place is Endgame, second place is Winter Soldier, third place is Ragnarok, and then fourth and fifth it's kind of been going back and forth between uh, Black Panther and Guardians One. You know, just depending on which one I, I like more. But I, I, I think, you know, after my most recent rewatch of Black Panther, I think I've, I've pushed Black Panther, like, solidly into fourth. And so now Guardians is fighting for fifth with Shang-Chi. <laughs> um, Shang-Chi is so good. Oh, my God. I I knew once that, like, subway fight scene thing happened. The fights. That's when I was like, this is going to be a good fucking the movie. The fights are so good. I... Here's the thing. I love how long the fights were. Yes, like they, they weren't short. Like, they, like every single fight was like, like this, st- and the stakes kept getting raised throughout them. You know, it's okay. We're on the bus, and and you know these guys are attacking. Oh my god! Wait, there. You know, there are these people. Oh my god! All these people are in danger. Oh my god! The bus is gonna be cut in half. Oh my god! Now we're gonna crash. You know, they just kept upping every fight. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we get to um, the the uh, fight on the side of the building. Best fight in the movie. Scaffolding on the side of the building. Also, I'd like to point out, cool little touch, sometimes movies don't do this, but the scaffolding was made of bamboo, which is what they do. Mm, nice, nice. I thought that was a cool little touch. Um, 
you know, the scaffolding, oh, we have to get out of here. Oh, they're blowing up the, the windows. Oh, they're, you know, oh, now Katie's in danger. Oh, now, you know, it kept, mm-hmm. they kept building every fight. Um, but yeah, I, I love, I, I loved it. I, lo- <laughs> I, it's, I, I'm trying to like go through it, but it's just, it's, um, you know, where do you begin <laughs> when talking about this movie? Really? There, there's, there's so much to it that I really, I just really liked. I liked how we were exploring a mostly new corner of the Marvel universe or really multiverse because Talo, they said, was another universe. Mm-hmm. So kind of already seeing, you know, the multiverse come into play here. But eh, they were kind of confusing the terms dimension and universe a little bit. So I don't know if it was actually, another, you know, because yeah. I think of, of an alternate dimension and an alternate universe as two separate things. Does, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I, I think dimensions are contained within a universe. Um, uh, the way I kind of think about it is like picture like like a cube right that cube is a universe and each side of the cube is a different dimension okay mm-hmm. now you have a bucket of cubes that's the multiverse okay and and now we're like breaking that open and they can jump into each other and stuff but also there have to be multiple multiverses it it just the way they tell these stories about multiverses, you know, it's it's like well the comics have had the multiverse open forever, but the you know the the movies are only just now saying oh there wasn't a multiverse now there is how does that work? Well, and and DC has their own multiverse which has been connected to Marvel in the comics before, but clearly you know, and and they just did a big multiversal event with Crisis on Infinite Earths that. You know, broke up in the whole multiverse. Marvel's over here saying there is no multiverse, but the you know how can those coexist? You know, other than from a real world standpoint, saying well those are different companies doing their own things. The idea of a multiverse is it's all universes. But mm-hmm. say you have a bunch of buckets, right? Those are the other multiverses, and it's possible to take one cube out of a bucket and put it in another, so those can still cross over. But it's just there's a it's um, a much looser connection than the individual multiverses, right? Mm-hmm. I I've been thinking about it a lot. If you could probably, I tell. couldn't tell. <laughs> nah, cause, cause I've just been like, well, how do you explain that, right? You, there has to be a way to yeah. explain that. Um, because and and it, and it, it, the only reason it really got to me is because the the DC universe has been like stated to be in the Marvel multiverse and vice versa, right? So, mm-hmm. it, it, but if the you know those are separate, and then the comics and the shows, and they're, it's you know how do you have the comics Crisis on Infinite Earths and the TV show slash movie Crisis on Infinite Earths? You know that's how that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, Talo was really cool to explore and see a lot of. Um, I loved all of the uh, creatures based on Chinese mythology. Yes. I thought it was really cool. Um, I I I'm I feel like I'm pretty familiar with like Chinese mythology imagery, but I couldn't tell you the names of any of those things. 
Mm-hmm. So so I, I, I didn't know what to call them, but I, I could recognize them. You know, like the lion thing, I could definitely recognize. Um, I think the the, the weird-looking horse or whatever Trevor said, which we, let's talk about Trevor. Um, I think I think I felt like I could kind of recognize that a little bit. It seemed to be partially based in Chinese mythology, partially based in some original stuff. Um, but, but yeah, Trevor, what a what a what a what a Chad. <laughs> Total. Um. Holy fuck. I out of left field too. I I saw him coming. I mean, I didn't. Ben Kingsley went to the went to the red carpet, so. Ah. Uh, yeah, I I was just like, oh, he's probably in the movie, but I didn't expect him to be in it that much. Mm-hmm. I thought like once he start like once once Wen Wu started talking about him, I was just like, oh, we're gonna see like a flashback to him killing him, right? That's mm-hmm. what I thought he was gonna, and then he was just like, in half the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say. I do feel like he was one of the weaker points of this movie, if if I had to pinpoint one, just because they needed him to get to Talo, and then once they were there, they didn't know what to do with him anymore, and he he had to be there, but he wasn't a part of the story, so it was you know. He was acting. <laughs> right. I I I did think that was really funny when when uh, when he was pretending to be dead and like Morris came up to him. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, good comedic relief right. in this movie too. Yeah, yeah. With Aquafina too. Oh, I love mm-hmm. Aquafina. Don't know if I've ever said you, that. You have. Um, yeah. We can get into this conversation. Have you heard about what's going on with her right now? Huh. So, she. I don't know. It's it's complicated, and we're white people talking about this. So please. If you are like, I can just look it in, up. Uh, I, no, I can I can discuss like what the situation is. I just want to put okay. my, I want to put my stance out there, and then also urge people who are actually in these communities to, like, you know, because I've heard you know what some people are saying, but, and I know I don't know. I I also I'm not trying to be like, well, it's your job to educate me, but. Essentially, what is happening is Aquafina did an interview, and she said uh, she doesn't want to do accents, right? She doesn't take roles where, like, they make her do an accent. Uh, she thinks it's, like, beneath her or whatever. So she caught a little heat for this because a lot of people are claiming that her entire career has been built on, quote-unquote, black scent, black accent. And... To be honest, and again, white person talking here, you know, I'm not the authority on this subject. I don't see it, personally. That's not what it sounds like to me. You know, maybe some of her speech patterns, you know, fall into some, like, black stereotype, you know, some some AAVE, African American Vernacular English. But her accent, I don't, I don't think it does at all. Um, it doesn't, it, you know, again, I don't, you know, I don't want to be the person, you know, who's like, oh, well, no, you can't be upset about this because I'm the white person and I say so, right? I don't want to be that. But it, I don't personally see it. 
Um, I just feel like she sounds like Aquafina. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've never thought about it. No, I, I, and I hadn't either. And you know, maybe we do need to be thinking about it. Um, I also don't know if, if you know, if she should be canceled over it. Honestly, like, and I'm, I'm not trying to be one of those. Yeah, cancel culture is evil. Like, no. First off, any conversation about cancel culture is inherently disingenuous because there are two very different meanings of it <laughs> that no one can agree on, right? So, yes. I, anyway, I'm saying, you know, maybe we should be thinking about it. I also think that I, I, I enjoy her work. She is very funny in this movie, and I don't feel like she built it on any any racial stereotyping that doesn't belong to her i think she built it on her own humor but again not the authority here so with that out of the way uh she was very funny in this movie but i also like that she got her hero moment yeah, that's pretty um, dope. I, it's it's really not what I expected from from her character. I just expect her to be the the you know comedic relief, the friend, you know coming along. And and then all of a sudden here she is starting to train in archery, and I'm like, oh, this is going to lead somewhere. I know how movies work. <laughs> She's going to get a moment out of this. And sure enough, she did. Um, and I'm just <laughs> striking down the the mega soul leader. The Cthulhu. Yeah. It, <laughs> Oh, those visuals in the fight with all the monsters and everything were, were incredible. Absolutely dope. I yes. totally thought the dragon was actually about to die, though. Like, I totally did. And I was like, oh, shit. How are they going to, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she comes in. She shoots the arrow right through the through the Mega Soul Eater's neck and just, boom. Um, I feel like we're jumping around a bit in this movie. But I do, I do kind of want to go back, um, because we didn't really talk. We like touched on like the Fight Club thing, but we didn't really talk about it. That's the big like, that's the big moment that like actually connects it to the to the rest of the MCU, right? Because yeah. everything else is pretty self-contained, you know. Mm-hmm. He's not teaming up with some well-established character. He's just. It's just his story, his shit. you know, and yeah. and yeah, the 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 only other real connection is the ten rings themselves. But considering that they they never played like a major part, I mean, yeah, you know, Iron Man three, it was, it, but it was a fake ten rings, and even in that movie, it's established it's a fake ten rings, right? It's not connected to the, mm-hmm. and we see we see the real ten rings in in the first movie. You know, they're the ones who kidnap Iron Man, but. During that time, it's most likely that it was um, either either before or shortly after uh, uh, Shang Chi's mother died. Right, so Wen Wu would not have been active as the head, or would have just been getting back to being active. Right. Mm-hmm. So and and I think that kind of explains why okay why Iron Man was kind of able to beat them so easily considering. You know, what the Ten Rings are. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, re- I liked the Fight Club a lot. You know, I don't... 
I don't think there were any recognizable characters in there aside from Abomination and Wong. But I did notice that one person had Extremis, it looked like. Um, did you notice that? Ooh. I don't, I just, uh-uh. just some, like, when, when they're, like, looking at, like, the random fighters. It looked like someone had, like, Extremis going through them. Just the same, like, effect style. Hmm. Um, did not notice that. Um, but yeah, uh, Abomination and Wong, I thought was very interesting. They seemed a little, a little buddy buddy, huh? Yeah. I wonder, you know, and, and, and they kind of just, the movie kind of moves past it with no explanation. <laughs> just, what does he make him like tea or something like that? I don't know. I don't, but they, they were talking like, like, oh, you can't, it's like, you're punching too hard. You gotta, you know, it. Like, clearly, like, the fights are staged. Why is Wong involved in this illegal fighting? Like, yeah. he's... Just something he does. Like, he's hanging out with the Avengers and then going and, you know, doing cage fighting. And <laughs> underground cage fighting. I don't... I don't understand. Solidified himself as a goat. You no, know, I mean, I mean... Really? You know. I mean, Falcon Winter Soldier established, you know, the Avengers aren't really getting paid and... And in Infinity War, he 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 does not have much money. <laughs> and he's got he's got like a buck and a half. Um. So, yeah, you, know, you know, maybe maybe he just needs money now. Um, but oh, Wong was it is in his few scenes. I loved him so much <laughs> in this movie. Um, kind of stole the show a little oh, bit. Yeah. Oh, the ending. Honestly, one of my favorite endings for a Marvel movie. I loved. That just uh, Shang-Chi and Katie uh, just were back in San Francisco talking to their friends about everything again. Yeah, like nothing you know? happened, Yeah, really. like, like, I think going forward, like, Shang-Chi's going to be, like, the everyman in the Avengers, right? He's still going to be, like, trying to live a normal life and <laughs> and everything. Um, and and I, I love that for him because he's he's just hanging out at a, at a at a bar talking to his friends and and Wong pops in and he's like hey I need to talk to you <laughs> come here um, and they just leave uh, and then we and I, lo- I love sorry go ahead I uh, no no say what you were gonna say I just love how like when they were saying bye to their friends they were saying bye as if they were just gonna like do it again next week like, oh yeah this yeah. wasn't weird that we're just walking through this portal with this uh-huh. guy you've never seen before uh, he's just like he's like I'll I'll Venmo you for the drinks <laughs> yeah I love that um and then that leads right into the post credit scene where uh here's here's where they're really starting to set stuff up and what I thought was was interesting is for for the past while you can usually you've been able to tell what the post credit scene is setting up right because you already know like what movies are coming out and oh well they're obviously teasing this or whatever but mm-hmm. here they're just like oh well it's sending out a beacon to something and and in the audience i'm i'm, I'm sitting there thinking i have no idea what this is i'm trying to connect like think of everything that's coming up i have no idea here what you know this could possibly be and i still have no idea what this could possibly be um and i think also worth mentioning here is you know to speaking of hanging out with the avengers we have bruce and carol and not smart hulk bruce human form bruce how what (laughs) 
Yeah, I like how that was also just kind of glossed over. Yeah, I... How how is he back to being a human? It's... His arm's still in in the sling, but it's looking a lot better. (laughs) Um... You know, and I'm sure, you know, She-Hulk will give us some explanation whenever that comes out. I'm thinking... I'm thinking summer, fall 2022 for She-Hulk. Um... Maybe spring. Um, I'm gonna hold you to that. But but based on based on where they've been, um, I, I just based on kind of the schedule we've seen so far this year, and like what stage roughly all the shows are in right now, um, it looks like I'm thinking you know Miss Marvel. They said late 2021. I'm thinking it's gonna be January 22. You know. Mm-hmm. We had that discussion already. I think next will be Moon Knight because there's been a lot of footage of Oscar Isaac training for that and even some uh, pretty real-looking leaks of, like, the costume and everything. So I think they may have started filming on that. Um, What if season two is somewhere in there? You know, that's a little harder to to follow because they're not going out to film that. (laughs) Um, But I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's also, you know, late summer. You know, like season one was, is I should say, um, so, currently. Yeah. So and and She Hulk, we've been getting some casting news and stuff. You know, and that started to to move up a little bit in the past few months. So I'm thinking fitting it right in there between Moon Knight and What If um, makes sense to me, possibly. Um. The 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 only thing that's making me you know hesitate on that though is the fact that it's 10 episodes. Um, so can you squeeze that many episodes in there in that time, right? You know, and maybe maybe what if you know, it was a little later, you know? I don't know. Um, Only time will tell. Right. So, but, but that's the thing, too, is, is um, you know, I'm kind of basing it on where, you know, like where Loki and what if were, but WandaVision had nine episodes, and Miss Marvel's only going to have six, and Moon Knight is only going to have six. So, you know, you fit those kind of in there, and then that leaves room for the, the longer show, you know? So, I, 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 I th- that's my prediction for uh, 2022 Marvel Disney Plus shows is uh, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, uh, She-Hulk, and then What If Season 2. And then as for the end of the year there, I, I think I think there'll be one more in there, um, but I, I don't I don't know if that would be um, Ironheart or Armor Wars. I think it would be one of those though, um, possibly. If you get a hundred percent of this correct, I will buy you a one hundred dollar gift card <laughs> to whatever restaurant you want. Um. Well, and, you know, I'm just basing it on what we what we already have. So, yeah. Do you need me? Do you need me to make that that final prediction on what that final show is to to get this yeah. accurate? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say Ironheart just because it was announced first. But oh no, that's not because Miss Marvel was was announced before Hawkeye, and so it seemed like that would have been the order. So don't panic. Trust your gut. My honestly, oh my guts tell me Armor Wars actually now. Armor Wars. Alright, Armor Wars. Okay. So 
All right. 2022 Marvel Disney Plus release schedule. Miss Marvel, uh, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, What If Season 2, Armor Wars. And if you get if you just get all the shows right but order wrong, I'll give you a $50 one. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Because I, <laughs> I can't afford anything more than that. <laughs> anyway, we lost the... Uh, we lost the plot. Um, we were talking about Wong. Shang-Chi. We were talking about Shang-Chi. We were talking about Wong. Karaoke. I love that so much. Them taking Wong to karaoke. That was so funny. Because he's just like, he's just like, you two are, are part of this bigger thing now. You got to be responsible. And then, you know, call him back to earlier in the movie where they're like, or... or and and then yeah. just cuts them at karaoke, which means they asked him to come with them. <laughs> and he said yes. Which makes Shang-Chi and Katie ballers, but it makes Wong a bigger baller. I, I love that so much. And then they're singing Hotel California, which, you know, another reference to earlier in the movie, which, ah, oh, going back to the scaffolding fight, that was so funny, that. too. When the when the Ten Rings dude is right in her face and she just starts singing Hotel On California. The desert highway. <laughs> yeah, that shit was so good. Uh, I was cracking up. Yeah, this was I yeah. I again, I think, you know, as much as I love I love the larger story that Marvel tells. Every once in a while you just need something that that's contained within itself and Shang-Chi was that like breath of fresh air contained within itself thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Um it, most of its most of the story and connections to it are told within itself. Yeah, there's you know, there's Trevor from Iron Man 3 and we know about the 10 rings and yeah, Wong and Abomination are not new characters, but it's it's the main beats of the story are all based on each other, not anything from anything else. Mm-hmm. Um. So and and I'm not saying I want every Marvel movie to be that because then it, it wouldn't be you know, the MCU wouldn't be what it is. But there there just needs to be the variety between them. And so it was. It was not, you know, because if every movie started doing what Shang Chi did, I'd be like, well, now I, you know, now I, I'd, I'd feel refreshed if I had something more connected to all of this, right? Yeah, like why do these characters really care about each <laughs> right. other? Right. So, so the balance between it, and yeah, really like Shang Chi. Really good movie. Loved it. Yep. Um, and then let's talk about that other post-credit scene, uh, with. Uh, Jai, Jai Ling, I think was her name. Yeah. The sister, Jai, Jai, Jai Ling. Yeah. Um, she's not really dismantling the Ten Rings uh, like you thought she was, Shang-Chi. Really not. Yeah, I thought that shit was badass. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how it's going to go. Right, but... and or where it's going to go. You know, is that the sequel? Because if, if the sequel's about the... Ten Rings again? I don't know. You know, I, I, I kind of want it to go somewhere else, right? Maybe it's. I've seen some people suggest maybe it's Armor Wars is where that one's going. Um, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings again. <laughs> right. The the other Legend of the Ten Rings. The other. <laughs> the second part of the first. Part. <laughs> um. No, but I I love I love this character Simu Simu Liu was incredible in this role. Perfect uh, for it. And yes. you can tell through the movie how much love he had for the character, right? And Yes. 
he he tweeted at Marvel back in 2014 about getting this you know, getting this character on screen and playing him, and look where we are now. You know, I'm so proud of him. And this is one of the mama I made. I it know, moments. and he he his his social media presence just shows how excited he is to be here. Um, I hope he's here for a long time because. Because this character's great, and and there's so much, and I I can't wait to like see him be alongside the Avengers, and maybe a little out of his element, you know. And yeah, that's what I kind of <laughs> hope for. Like you said earlier, like I hope he just kind of picks and chooses when he wants to show up. Yeah, I think that would be fucking hilarious. Like he slowly starts to get his shit together. Like maybe he becomes like valet manager or something. He's comfortable <laughs> with that, and then he just like sometimes kicks it with the Avengers and yeah. shit. Yeah, but then he but still he, just goes and hangs with. He goes back to his regular life. He's not. Yeah, you know he he doesn't have a room like, at the compound. He's not. You know. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, are you Sean Chi?" And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and, and just is like, Let me, "Can I please drive your car?" Like he's like he's like he's like no he's like no. Uh, I get that a lot. It, you see, it, it's Sean. It's similar, but it, no, it's Sean. You can see right yeah, here on my name tag. Yeah, like that would be so good. Um, but yeah, I like that would be the good break. And then we just keep getting Shang Chi movies like <laughs> scattered in between yeah. those and stuff. Um, but yeah, I I really liked him in this role. It really made me want to uh, look into him more, especially just because through the hype to this movie, I'd already just. Like I'd come to like him as a person because of how much love he'd shown for this and how excited he was. And that whole time, I'm like, I should probably watch Kim's Convenience. I should probably watch Kim's Convenience. And now today, the day after I saw the movie, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch Kim's Convenience. It's funny. <laughs> if I have you ever seen, I have to give it a yeah. watch then. Um, I'm only maybe like halfway through the first season. Uh, maybe I'll you know talk about it more once I finish the show. But mm-hmm. it's. Oh, it's funny. He's. I was a little disappointed by the first few episodes just because he doesn't have a strong presence until you know a few episodes in. He's there, but he he's not really a big part of the story. Um, mm-hmm. His kind of so. A basic premise of what the show is is, the it's um, a family, running their own convenience store, right? Kim's Convenience. Um, Simu Liu's character Jung. Um, is actually, um, he's, like, distanced himself from the family, mostly, or at least from his father. Um, he hasn't been to the store in years. He hasn't spoken to his father in years. He still speaks to his sister and his mother sometimes, but his his father never sees him. And most, because most of the action takes place around the store, you don't see him that often, because he's okay. out elsewhere. But... We, but he, he does have his own stuff still. You, you go to him, and he's um, he's working at a car rental place. and um, Mans <laughs> must really like his cars or something. Um, and he's, you know, he's, he's hanging out with his friend and stuff. His friend is pretty funny. Um, is it Aquafina, perchance? No. Um, there's, there's one scene that really, really, <laughs> like... I died laughing at where, um, where his friend was, was like, Hey, yeah. They were like, wanted to like celebrate something or whatever. He's like, Hey, let me, let me, uh, let me, let, let's, you know, we're going to, you know how we used to like go like around like five restaurants in one night. We're going to do that. Oh, I don't have any money. <laughs> and then, and then Simu Liu's character is like, Oh, well, what do we have in the house? You know, we could still celebrate with that. And his friend walks over 
and opens <laughs> opens the cupboard and he goes, uh, egg. <laughs> <laughs> and Simu Liu just goes, why is it in the cupboard? <laughs> and the scene ends. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Out of context just, as fuck. I, it was just really funny to me. I think it. I think it was also just the way he said, "Uh, egg." Uh, egg. <laughs> Open the cupboard, and and we can't see in the cupboard, so it's just him standing there going, "Uh, egg." Uh, uh egg. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's kind of fried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I. I I'm 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 gonna keep watching this show. Um. Oh, it's it's funny. Um, but yeah, um, Shang Chi, great movie. Can't wait to see more from him. Um, yes. I hope I hope they keep that director on for the sequels as well because did, did a banger banger of a job. Um, and you know what? We didn't even talk about Tony Leung's performance as uh, as Wenwu. Incredible. We didn't. Incredible! Mm-hmm. I. Th- this is this is this man's first uh, Hollywood movie, but he is a huge hit in Hong Kong, like huge, like very famous there. Huh. Tons of tons of, of movies there, and and this is his first time coming to Hollywood, and he, you know, I hope he sticks around. I hope he sticks around here in America, cause cause we could we could use him in some more movies for sure. Um, he, he brought so much, like, depth to the character, and I think the way that they revealed things through flashbacks was, was, was very smart, Mm -hmm. right? Because first they want you to, like, fear him, like, like Shang-Chi did, and, Mm -hmm. and, and you do, and then they start to show you, you know, this, this, this lighter side of him, right? Where, where you could see that he, he was a good dad, you know? during that time before his wife died and he, he cared about his family um and you can kind of maybe feel for him a bit when he's like no she's she's calling out to us right um and and and, and it's very believable you're like as an audience you know without knowing you know that it's fake you're like oh wow she's like you know there's there's a, a chance you know mm-hmm. um and then as they start to to reveal that no he like this is you know the work of of the the monsters and and they you know they just want to show you know his desires and um and and then to hit us with the flashback of seeing the mother dead where it's like no like it it couldn't be her she's unequivocally dead right there right Maybe mm-hmm. shows that oh he's kind of he's he's fallen victim to to the monsters and 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 that that's the thing he was still kind of like like yes he's this horrible horrible warlord right but he had tried to change and to get forced back into that and 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 even at the end when he's trying to break open the gate and and Shang Chi is 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 like calling out to him like no like. You, you you have to see that this is wrong and he 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 refuses to hear it right because he doesn't he 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 wants it to be true so bad 
Um, mm-hmm. And he he just he brought so many layers to the character. Um, it's incredible, and and the 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 way the movie structured the flashbacks really helped. Um, it was great. It was great. Uh, anyway, um, the movie also came with. Unless you had anything else to say about the movie. Nope, loved it. Right. Fucking awesome. The movie also came around with an album. <laughs> Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the album, which I gotta say, they keep putting out bangers of albums for these Marvel movies. <laughs> you know, Black... Fuck yeah. Black, I, I, I think the Black Panther album was better between the two. Um, I don't know. I fucking love this one. I, <laughs> And maybe it's just because I've been listening to the songs from the Black Panther album for like four years now. Three years? Three three years now? Fair. Closer to four. Three and so a half. It's... Let's say three and a half. Um, I'd say, you know, I've, I've really, like, I just like those songs a lot. But also, like, I attribute Black Panther, the album, into, like, properly introducing me to rap. I think. Because before that, all I'd heard was the rap of... of Oh, I got, I got all the bitches. I got all the cars. I got all the money, right? The the mm-hmm. bra- the bragging rap and or treating women like sexual objects, and and that's not. I don't enjoy those. I don't enjoy that music. No, it's not made bad. I don't like the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Black Panther's not about that. It's about. I mean, first of all, it's about. You know, it's inspired by this thing I really like superheroes. So. You know, but it's it's about the, the that world and you know, some of them are about who these characters are, other things are just about some concepts, you know, that connect to the film. Um and, and even later that year, um the Into the Spider Verse album. Not Marvel Studios, but but still a Marvel, you know, thing and, and a rap album, rap hip hop album, um, connected to a Marvel movie. Uh, of the of the three, Spider Verse is, is my favorite. Um I, I think, honestly, I think a big part of it is just because all of the songs are actually in the movie. Um, so I can connect it to the movie. And it's a fucking amazing movie. <laughs> um, but but that said, they're all, they're all good albums. They're all really good albums. Um, yes. I will say, the, the, the Shang-Chi album had a lot of variety to it. Right? There's a mm-hmm. lot of different types of songs going on there um i've only listened through it once so i couldn't like tell you like specifically the names of the songs that that uh stuck out to me but i i did think it was interesting because i remember seeing that um simu liu actually was on one of the songs towards the end of the album um so i thought that was pretty cool to have him on that um but yeah um do you do you have anything else you want to say about the album? It's a it's a good album. No, I fucking, uh, yeah, I fucking loved it. I loved Run It. Uh, love Rich Brian. Oh, they did. Uh, Anderson um, Pack. Fire in the Sky was played during the credits. That one I remember. Yeah, Anderson Pack. Yeah, dude, I fucking love um, Anderson Pack. I didn't. That that's another thing. I didn't recognize as many of the names on this album as I did on the Black Panther album. Um, yeah. I did recognize uh, Sway Sway Lee. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Sway, Sway Lee. Lee because... Yeah, he was he was also on Sunflower for. Oh, Spider-verse. that's where. Okay, I thought yeah. that I 
I thought I recognized him from the Black Panther album, but no, Sunflower makes sense now that you say it. But that's where I had heard the, seen the name before. Um, I'd heard of most of the people that were on this before. There was only a few that I hadn't. Yeah, he's, I really, love I, Earth yeah, Gang. he's really the only one I had heard of looking at. Like, I have it pulled up right now, yeah. He's really the only one I had heard of, so. Um, Jenny Aiko. Yeah, there's a ton of big names on here. I, I'm not uh, big, I'm not big in, in, in music, also. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't like the, as many big artists in music. Um, yeah, so, like, a couple of these aren't, like, super big, <laughs> I guess. But there's uh, Nikki. Um, her, her song, Low Key, was my top song of 2019. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but but yeah, still good album. Um, definitely, you know, I added a few of those songs to my work playlist, so, so I'm, I'll I'll definitely be hearing those a bunch, in the in for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Um, more more of the high energy ones, uh, not not really those the slower songs, <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple slow songs on my work playlist here and there, but those are just like ones that like really speak to me and I'm like I want to hear these songs whenever I can <laughs> um but anyway oh let's 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 uh wind wind this down we'll stay on Marvel a little bit but let's wind this down with with something that came out a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago a few weeks ago how long ago now I don't know the um I think it's been three weeks I don't know the, the Black Panther expansion War for Wakanda for the for the Avengers game um, honestly, really, really great addition. Um, he's really fun to play. Good addition to the story. Um, the, 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 the story itself is, is, is very good. I meant to say good addition to the roster, but I was already thinking about what I was going to say next about the story. He's a good addition to the roster. The story is good. Um, I like... I like some of the some of the new concepts they brought to it. Some of the puzzles that they have in it were, you know, different. Um, the idea of fighting two bosses at the same time in this game was new. A little annoying at times, but it was. I I, I think it could be refined in the future for for different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Claw was a very interesting villain. The way they portrayed him in this. Um, That's so. Uh, they they gave him just like a very personal uh, history with Wakanda, where you know, like like in the movies, and he's fine in the movies. You know, Andy Serkis is a great actor, um, and and the character is interesting. But you know, in the movies, he's just like, oh, we stole some vibranium, you know, however long ago, and 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 you know, Wakanda labeled him as this you know enemy, and they've wanted to get him forever, right? In here, the history was more Claw's father was this great enemy of T'Chaka. Uh, so their their rivalry is kind of passed down into the sons, Claw and T'Challa. Um, but yes, he also did steal a vibranium <laughs> at one point. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and... and um, it's kind of expanded upon in a couple like promotional things, but it seems that this history, we, like, 
like Claw's father was like a soldier in World War Two and like seeked like refuge in Wakanda for something, uh, and they turned him away. Um, and actually, based on the promotional material, it seems like Captain America was was involved in that. So Captain America even knew about Wakanda back then in World War Two. Um, so actually, it might have been like grandfathers because that, you know, World War Two, but yeah. But yeah, um, Shuri was was fun. They they um, you know they had it like you know at the end of the story, uh, T'Challa's like I, you know, he, um, the, we need to be involved in the problems of the world again. That was interesting too. Wakanda had been open, um, but when um, a day happened, which are you like familiar with like the main story of the Avengers game? Yes. Okay, so, like, A-Day was when... To a certain degree. A-Day was when, like, everything went to shit, and, like, the Avengers, like, disbanded, and, like, AIM basically okay. took over the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, when A-Day happened, Wakanda closed its borders, and they've been closed for those five years since. Um, and it kind of, like, opens with the Avengers coming in, being like, hey, we need your help. There's, like, this whole thing with vibranium all over the world, and whatever. Um... So at the end of it, uh, T'Challa's like, oh, the problems are much bigger than just Wakanda. I need to go with the Avengers to help. You also need a leader. I, I, since I am going, I cannot be king. Shuri will be queen. And he just he puts Shuri on the throne. <laughs> um, so I thought that was cool. Quick exit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... I, I it's good. It's a it's a good direction for the for the game. You know, there's actually new enemies now. Um, we haven't had new enemy types for a while. We've been fighting the same aim guys. I think guys I remember you saying forever. that. Um, there's yeah. It's um, you know, quick little you know story beat. I thought it'd be a bit longer than the other like story expansions because it was it was an actual expansion and said the other mm-hmm. ones weren't called expansions, but it was maybe only an hour longer than the others. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a solid direction to go in. And, and I, I really... It's just it's not looking good for this game, like, lasting very long. They're not getting people. Um, we've actually... We've just hit a year as of yesterday when we're recording this. Oh, well, now two days ago, because it's, it's just gotten past midnight. <laughs> Um, they hit a year, two days ago, and they're trying to, like, do a celebration, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like much. No one's really being like, oh my god, it's been a year of this game, and, and even on their end, it's, it's, they're not offering great, you know, rewards for the anniversary. Um, you know, they were like, here's some, some free stuff for the game. A Black Panther nameplate, and a couple of, like, XP boosters. Wow, and an thanks. ugly Iron Man skin, like <laughs> it's 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 kind of it's kind of sad, honestly. Um, so I I hope I hope you know this game can pull it together because I, I I like the story they're telling. I want to see it executed to completion. I don't want that to be left hanging. And there's just so many characters. I think that that you know they they could build a big roster and and there could be a lot of fun to be had with this game. Um, they just, they need to get the player base there. And, and I just don't know if it can happen. 
Um, and the other thing that, that disappointed me a bit recently with with what something they did in regards to the game is they added the um, they added the Black Panther skin like from the movie into the game, which is great. You know, obviously the movie skins, you know, they're big. You know, people want them. You know, the yeah the Iron Man one looks great. The Captain America one looks great. Um, people have some problems with with um, some of the other ones because they're just using some of the same hairs from the games, like Hawkeye. It's just bald in his Endgame skin, and that's ridiculous. I think we talked about that. <clears throat> but what I really wanted to see them do with the with the MCU Black Panther skins was um, not not take any money from them. Um, I, I, they could sell them, but I wanted I wanted to see them put all that money towards um, towards uh, colon cancer research in in you know honor of of Chadwick Boseman. Uh, since you know they're using, you know the 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 suits that he that his he image. he wore. You know they're not using his face because that's not you know what that game does. They don't use the actors' faces. They just use the suits and put their you know characters into said suits. But but it's still it's it's a suit that's associated with him. And I really think that's what they should have done. And and I, I I didn't see too much chatter about it, so I didn't think it was going to happen. There wasn't like a lot of pressure on them to do it. Um, I'd seen like one Reddit thread, and I made my own tweet about it, and and that's really it. Um, but I just I, I, I just wish they had done that. <laughs> Would have made sense. Yeah, too. I I didn't expect them to. I just wish they did. And also the fact that they're still, even then they're still selling it for the fourteen dollars, which is ridiculous—a ridiculous price to sell skins for in a full-priced game. I have n- yeah. I have no problem with buying skins in this game because it it means that you know they can continue doing the free content updates, the the model that this game was built on. But they're ridiculous prices on a full priced game. Like if it was, like I would pay like at most four dollars for a for a skin in a full priced game. Um, I do like a five dollar pack. Yeah, or like, like a pack. Like a pack of skins would, would also be good. Um, but, uh, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not what we get. Um, anyway, I sorry to, like, end it on a bummer complaining about it. Like, I do, like, I, I like the game. Um, it's just, uh, they can do better. <laughs> um, Anyway, constructive criticism is good. Yeah, it is. That's not a bad thing. It is. That's a good note to end it on. It just—it feels like they're not listening to it. <laughs> um. Anyway. Well, maybe they'll listen to this. They won't. No one does. <laughs> we get like one listener a week, except for some reason, on the on the episode where we talked about uh, Bo Burnham Inside, that continues to get more listeners. It's wild. Like that one has like so many listeners. I don't understand. And fuck? like it, like every week, there's still like one or two more people listening to it again, um, or listening to it for the first time, most likely. But only that episode. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, if you listen to this one, thank you. I appreciate it. Muchas gracias. Yeah. Um, we will be back uh, next week to to talk about another what if episode and you know, maybe some other things. Yeah, who knows. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, few, a few more things. Yeah, it's possible.
Goodbye. Adios.